This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinal. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, football lovers, and good Monday evening. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. Welcome to the Super Bowl 50 post-time show here on American Variety Network. Tonight, I'm going to recap and review the awesome Super Bowl 50. First, I'd like to start by saying congratulations to the Denver Broncos for winning Super Bowl 50. I'd also like to say congratulations to the Denver Bronco fans. You guys won Super Bowl 50, and you deserved the victory. Now, I was cheering for the Carolina Panthers in Super Bowl 50 because I wanted to see Cam Newton get a Super Bowl victory, and I wanted to see a young, up-and-coming team win a Super Bowl, but I lost, and fortunately for me, This is a year that I did not bet any money on the Super Bowl, and I'm kind of glad I didn't bet any money because I'd have to pay. Luckily for me, last year I decided to bet for the Patriots, and I won $50. This year I would have lost $50. But congratulations to my friend Jeremy Stellhorn and my friend Jeff T, because they both betted for the Denver Broncos, and they were correct. So tonight I'm going to recap the entire game and discuss some other things that are associated with Super Bowl 50. Now this is going to be my very first post-time show, and just like my halftime show, each and every year I'm going to be doing a post-time show. Tonight... I'm going to talk about whether or not Peyton Manning should retire after this awesome game. I'm going to talk about the controversy that is surrounding Cam Newton after the game, after he left an interview with media. And I'm also going to talk about the Super Bowl commercials, the halftime show, and the whole entire game. This is going to be a really fun show. The show is being recorded live, so if you are a live listener, you may go ahead and call in. The call-in number is 1-347-989-8142. Feel free to call in and share your thoughts on Super Bowl 50, share your thoughts on Cam Newton, or share your thoughts if you think Peyton Manning should retire. Again, the call-in number is 1-347-989-8142. I would love to hear from you, my live listeners. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Super Bowl 50 post-time show starts right after this quick introduction, sponsored by... Care of C.
Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Welcome to the Super Bowl 50 Post Time Show. Here on American Variety Network, I will be recapping the entire Super Bowl. Plus, I'll discuss if Peyton Manning should retire, the controversy surrounding Cam Newton, and much more. Call 1-347-989-8142 to discuss your thoughts on Super Bowl 50. Congratulations to the Denver Broncos for winning Super Bowl 50. The Super Bowl 50 post-time show is now live. Alright, so let's go ahead and start recapping Super Bowl 50. The Denver Broncos defeated the Carolina Panthers by a score of 24-10. to 10. Now, I'm going to start today's Super Bowl 50 post-time show by talking about Lady Gaga. Now, Lady Gaga started Super Bowl 50 by singing the National Anthem. Now, you must bear with me. I am a fan of Lady Gaga's music, and I must say that Lady Gaga did a phenomenal job at Super Bowl 50. Some of you are going to call me crazy because a lot of you on social media are complaining about how bad of a job Lady Gaga did and how awful looking she looked. But I personally think that Lady Gaga did a great job with the national anthem, and she looked very hot and uh, sexy yesterday. I I think she was uh, very hot-looking. All right, so now I'm going to go ahead and recap the entire game right here on the show. So the coin toss was won by the Carolina Panthers, but they elected to kick off and give the ball to the Denver Broncos. So the Denver Broncos got the ball first in the first half, and then in the second half, the Carolina Panthers would receive the football. And that was smart thinking by the Carolina Panthers. They thought that if they give the Broncos the ball first, that the Panthers could score some points in the first half, have the ball in the two-minute warning of the second quarter, and then get the ball in the start of the third quarter and the start of the second half so that the Panthers can run the clock out and maintain that lead that they would have. 
but unfortunately that did not work out for the Carolina Panthers. So to start the first quarter, the Denver Broncos had an 18-yard return to start the game. Now the Denver Broncos' first possession was really good. There were some excellent passes by Peyton Manning, and there was a penalty on Carolina's defense. But this good drive only led to the Broncos getting a field goal, which made this game 3 to nothing. Now the Panthers would get their first possession of Super Bowl 50, and the Panthers would go 3 and out on their first attempt. The Broncos' next possession was a three and out as well. Now, on the Carolina Panthers' next possession, Cam Newton throws a pass to one of his receivers, and it looks like the receiver catches the ball, but the ball supposedly hits the ground, and the officials call it an incomplete pass. However, Carolina Panthers decide to challenge the incomplete pass ruling, and my thoughts on it were that the ball never hit the ground, and the receiver had complete possession of the ball. Therefore, I am calling this a bad call by the officials, and I am saying to you that it was a complete pass, a mistake made by the officials. Come on, officials. This is a Super Bowl. You're supposed to have your act right. But the challenge does not work for the Carolina Panthers as the call stands. Now, during that same possession, there was a huge sack on Cam Newton that led to a big fumble. And that fumble was recovered for a touchdown. The person that forced the fumble ran all the way to the end zone for the first touchdown of Super Bowl 50. And that put the Broncos on top 10 to nothing in Super Bowl 50's first quarter. Then on the uh, Panthers' next drive, the Broncos sacked Cam Newton. And there was a flag for taunting. And this was on Denver. This gave the Panthers some good yardage. But unfortunately for the Panthers, the Panthers went three and out. Now, on the Broncos' last drive of the first quarter, Peyton Manning received a very big sack, and there was a big pass by Cam Newton to end the first quarter. So at the end of the first quarter, it was the Broncos 10 and the Panthers nothing. Now, the start of the second quarter, Cam Newton, like the great Russian quarterback he is, gets some good rushing yards. He got some big rushing yards on his rush attempts that he did. Now, he had a very big first down pass to Olsen in the first quarter, and there was a face mask penalty by the Broncos, which gave the uh, Panthers some good yardage here in the second quarter. And that led to a touchdown for the Panthers, and that made the score 10-7, to which uh, was a very close score. The Broncos' possession of the second quarter, they had a fumble, and they recovered their very own fumble, luckily. And there was a challenge by Carolina, and they actually won that challenge, and it backed up the uh, Broncos and Peyton Manning several more feet. And the Broncos would go three and out on that possession. They suffered a 14-yard penalty as well, which resulted in Peyton Manning getting a sack. And on the next possession, the Broncos would go three and out again. Now, here is one of the best plays of Super Bowl 50, 
in the second quarter. A big punt return by the Broncos. It was the biggest ever in Super Bowl history, which is pretty cool. But unfortunately, that big uh, punt return did not lead to a touchdown as the Broncos were hoping to because of a big force down penalty in the second quarter. All they got was a field goal, and it led the Broncos taking a 13-7 lead in the second quarter. Now, Cam Newton had a big 14-yard run in his next possession, and it led to another penalty on the Broncos for unnecessary roughness, and another fumble by um, the Panthers, and that was recovered by the Denver Broncos. And there was a 34-yard run by Denver, but Peyton Manning has his only turnover of Super Bowl 50 as his pass is intercepted by Carolina defense. And just like the Panthers were going to score in the second half, it all comes to an end as Cam Newton is sacked to end the first half. So at the end of the first half, the score was 13-7 to Denver, and there were two turnovers for Carolina, one turnover for the Broncos, and for penalties, there were four on Broncos and two for Carolina. Now, here's the second half results. So as we know, the Panthers got the ball first to start the second half, and it starts with a big pass by Cam Newton. And then there was another penalty on the Panthers, and the Panthers would try to go for a field goal to make it a 13-10 ball game, but the Panthers missed, and it was a bad field goal. So on the Broncos' first possession of the second half, there were some big passes by Peyton Manning, but it did not lead to a touchdown. It led to a field goal, which gave the Broncos a 16-7 to lead. Now on the Carolina Panthers' next possession, Brown had a 42-yard catch, but unfortunately that did not lead to anything as they were intercepted by the Broncos. And Peyton Manning would suffer a sack during that interception. And there was a flag on Carolina. And in Cam Newton's final possession of the third quarter, he would get sacked. So at the end of the third quarter, the Broncos had a 16-7 to lead. Now, in the start of the fourth quarter... There was a flag on Carolina. Peyton Manning with a big fumble to start the fourth quarter, and the Carolina Panthers would recover. But the Panthers would have a flag for a false start on the offense, and the Panthers would get a field goal, which would make it a 16-10 to Broncos lead, and I have to be honest with you, at this point, I knew the Panthers were going to lose, and I was quite upset, not as, not as upset as Angry Grandpa or EVP would be, but I was upset. The Panthers had a false start on the offense, another fumble for the Panthers, and that led to the nail in the coffin which gave the Broncos the game-winning touchdown. And the Denver Broncos won Super Bowl 50 by a final score of 24-10. to Congratulations to the Denver Broncos. Now, I wanted the Panthers to win, but I must tell you, it was a very good Super Bowl. I really enjoyed it. It was well played, but 
It proved that the Broncos' defense was not a match for the Carolina Panthers' offense. The Broncos hammered the Panthers, unfortunately. And I'm actually kind of happy that the Broncos won because now Peyton Manning can retire on a positive note. If he does decide to retire, um, then he at least won a Super Bowl. And I will uh, talk about Peyton Manning retiring later on in the show. <laughs> My friend Chef Sean is uh, tuned in live to the show, and he's saying, guess what Cam Newton had for lunch? A sack lunch. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually a very, very good joke. You know, coming into Super Bowl 50, the odds-on favorite winner was the Carolina Panthers. So it was quite a shock to see the Denver Broncos win Super Bowl 50. I uh, was totally shocked. I never expected the Broncos to beat the Panthers. So let's talk about some of the best plays of Super Bowl 50. The first best play is from the first quarter when the Panthers suffered a fumble, and it was recovered into the end zone for a touchdown by the Denver Broncos. The next best play, in my opinion, of Super Bowl 50 is when Cam Newton and the Panthers had their only rushing touchdown of Super Bowl 50. The next best play for me has to be Peyton Manning's one and only interception of the ball game. That was uh, unexpected, and I never thought Peyton Manning would have a turnover. Now, I have to say uh, the last best play of the game that I enjoyed was the fumble that set up the Broncos winning touchdown. So there's one little controversial thing that I want to mention, and I've been seeing this a lot on Facebook and Twitter. People are asking, is the Super Bowl rigged? In other words, is the Super Bowl fake? And, you know, I can sort of see how people can think that the Super Bowl was rigged because from from my point of view, Phil Sims said that the first team to 24 points will win the Super Bowl. And that is what exactly happened. It's like it was a coincidence. He said the first team to 24 will win the game, and that exactly happened. But I don't think um, this game is rigged. You can't script a football game. Come on, folks, get real. Stop saying that football is scripted. It can't be scripted. I mean, sure, you can probably pay off the referees, but you still can't script football because they still have to play football. So, no, the game is not scripted. I think it's just a coincidence that the score happened and – Some players have bad games. This was not done by the NFL to give Peyton Manning a last win. It was just the way the game was played. The Denver defense crushed the Carolina Panthers. So football is not fake. This is not professional wrestling. This is real-life football. I don't know why people say that they think it's rigged. I think it's a lot of Carolina Panther fans who were sad that the Panthers lost. I get it. I was I was not even a full Panther fan, and I was sad, but I still wouldn't say that football is fake. If it's fake, then why aren't the regular season games criticized? Because they're real, and the Super Bowl is real as well. 
Now, what I'm about to say is my personal opinion, so some of you may not agree with me, and some of you may hate me for this, but I'm going to say the only reason the Panthers were good this year is because quarterback Cam Newton carried the Panthers to the Super Bowl. But his performance is proof that it takes a team, a team, to win a Super Bowl, not one player. Yes, folks, it takes a whole team to win a Super Bowl. And part of the reason why Carolina lost was because the defense kept getting to them. The offensive line was not as good as it's been on the regular season. And like I said, Cam Newton has been carrying the Panthers the whole entire season. Now, that is just my thoughts, my opinion. I could be wrong, probably am wrong, but that is just uh, my opinion of uh, Cam Newton. And we're going to talk about Cam Newton after our intermission. Now, I want to talk about the Super Bowl 50 halftime show. A lot of people did not like the Super Bowl 50 halftime show, and I must tell you that I did not get to witness the Super Bowl 50 halftime show live because I was doing a halftime show here on the American Variety Network, which, by the way, you can listen to by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Cheap plug, bang, bang, like the good old Mick Foley. <laughs> Just kidding. But I actually watched the halftime show in uh, what I call the archive, which is simply just a recording, and I think it was terrible. I think you guys are right by saying this year's halftime show was god-awful. Come on, NFL. This was your 50th anniversary of a Super Bowl, and this is what you give us for a halftime? It was terrible. My God, it was awful. The only good thing about the Super Bowl halftime show was Bruno Mars. And I like Bruno Mars. So that, at least for me, saved the halftime show. Um, Not a big fan of Beyonce. Not a fan of Coldplay. I think for the 50th anniversary, you guys should have done a hell of a better job. That is a god-awful halftime show. You know, my friend Chef Sean is right. They fumbled the halftime show. It's almost like Pepsi intercepted the halftime show and made it awful on purpose. It's kind of funny how bad the halftime show. Hopefully, for Super Bowl 51, they will provide us with a much better halftime show. I really hope that next year's halftime show is a lot better because this year's one was terrible. Lady Gaga could have probably saved the halftime show. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take our one and only intermission during our show. I'd like to remind you that you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two to uh, discuss your thoughts on Super Bowl Fifty. Discuss your thoughts if you think Peyton Manning should retire, and discuss your thoughts on Cam Newton. We'll be right back with more of the Super Bowl Fifty Post Time Show right after our music and commercials. Coming up next, next. A discussion on whether or not I think Peyton Manning should retire. Plus, I'll talk about the controversy surrounding Super Bowl 50 and more. So don't go anywhere, football fans. Football Chat continues right after this quick commercial break.
leader Made it to the gold line, straight out the huddle Cash money, gold mine, we just stay loyal Boy, we getting money like we just found oil uh, And that's word to my red flag I live first and leave the bush, dead last I lay down so hard, I got a bed rash And I just tell them to loaf it when the bread pass Staring at you from the top of the game, man I might drop the world if I change hands uh, It feel good to be here Weezy in the building, got this rebuilt young money Carib Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carib Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carib Sea a try. Check us out at CaribSea.com. School of Fish, Inc., Western Massachusetts' finest tropical fish store, providing Western Mass fish keepers with quality livestock, from freshwater fish to saltwater fish, corals, live rock, and live plants, to quality products such as Instant Ocean, Aquion, Marine Land, and Aqua Forest, the best salt mix on the market for saltwater fish keepers. Western Mass Fish Keepers, stop by and see for yourself why School of Fish Inc. is such a range in the fish hobby in Western Massachusetts. Check them out at 1865 Page Boulevard in Indian Orchard, Massachusetts, or give them a call at 413-543-1994, www.schoolofishinc.com, and School of Fish Inc. on Facebook. I am a proud supporter of Live Aquaria. Live Aquaria offers fish keepers quality live fish shipped straight to your door. Freshwater fish, freshwater inverts, live plants, saltwater fish, saltwater inverts, coral, and live rock are all offered at Live Aquaria. If you are a serious saltwater hobbyist, then you need to check out the Diver's Den from Live Aquaria where you can find fish like purple canes, angelfish, and pufferfish. Check out Live Aquaria at www.liveaquaria.com. This message is endorsed by American Variety Network and Alice Cardinelli. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network, and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes, and you are invited. Carib Sea is proudly sponsoring my 300th episode, and one lucky fish keeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fish keeper Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises, such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes. 
episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alex Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Hear my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Hear my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself, and hear some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Super Bowl 50 Post Time Show here on American Variety Network. I will be recapping the entire Super Bowl. Plus, I'll discuss if Peyton Manning should retire the controversy surrounding Cam Newton, and much more. Call 1-347-989-8142 to discuss your thoughts on Super Bowl 50. Congratulations to the Denver Broncos for winning Super Bowl 50. The Super Bowl 50 post-time show is now live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Super Bowl 50 post-time show here on American Variety Network. I'd like to remind you that you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to share your thoughts on Super Bowl 50, share your thoughts on whether or not Peyton Manning should retire, or share your thoughts on Cam Newton. Now, before our commercial break, I recapped the whole entire Super Bowl. I talked about Cam Newton uh, carrying the Panthers all season and the halftime show. Now I'm going to talk about whether or not Peyton Manning should retire, the controversy behind Cam Newton, and a little bit more. So let's get right back into it. Now, A lot of people have been asking this question, should Peyton Manning retire? What is my thoughts on the situation? Well, I think Peyton Manning should retire. This is like a storybook ending to a Hall of Fame career for Peyton Manning because a Super Bowl victory is the way I would want to end my career if I was a Hall of Fame quarterback like Peyton Manning. It's like a positive way to end your career. So, yes, I think Peyton Manning should retire. Now, I just hope that Peyton Manning won't become somebody like Brett Favre, who says he was going to retire but ended up coming back for five years. Or I hope he's not like a wrestler like Ric Flair, who says he's going to retire but ended up wrestling for TNA. But I get it. He has been playing quarterback all his life. It is going to be really hard to retire. So if Peyton Manning still decides to play football, I will have total respect with his decision. Um, I really, really uh, will respect either decision that Peyton Manning makes, but in my humble opinion, if I was Peyton Manning, this would be the last game that I played. That way I could become an NFL analyst 
on ESPN or the NFL Network, or even call NFL games on Fox or CBS or ABC or ESPN. I would love to hear Peyton Manning call a football game, and I think it would be something great. Hell, Peyton Manning could even host his own podcast. There's a lot of uh, ex-football players, ex-wrestlers having a podcast. I think Peyton Manning could do a awesome podcast. I think he could continue with his awesome commercial roles. I love uh, the commercial he did with the insurance company where he was talking about chicken parmesan. He has a great commercial with... Um, Papa John's Pizza, so he can do that, and he can probably fill uh, some roles in upcoming movies and stuff, but as soon as we find out what Peyton Manning's decision will be, I will uh, let you all know, and I applaud Peyton Manning for not giving in to the pressure of media after the Super Bowl victory. That was something that I really respected. Um... And he's going to wait until all the Super Bowl stuff dies down to uh, make his announcement. And I, I probably can bet that the announcement will probably become late summer, early fall, like before the season starts, and then we can probably hear his uh, announcement. So now let's talk about his dance partner for Super Bowl 50, the young 26-year-old Cam Newton. Now, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Cam Newton because he was doing a uh, interview on a podium for media. I think it was for NFL Network or ESPN. But when a reporter had asked him a question, he walked out of the interview. He walked out of the podium during the interview because he was upset. And people are saying that Cam is being a poor sport. Well, I do agree that Cam Newton should have not walked out of the podium and should not be acting like a poor sport. But you have to understand, Peyton Manning has been playing football for so many years, and he's in his 40s, while Cam Newton is only a 26-year-old. So Cam Newton obviously has to have a lot more experience in the NFL. Um, he has to have more experience in losing big games like the Super Bowl and postseasons and things like that. So on one hand, I do kind of feel sympathetic for Cam Newton because he was acting all cocky and arrogant, and he, he felt like he had this game in the bag, but unfortunately he lost. Um, where I don't kind of feel bad for Cam Newton is when he walks out of the interview and does not finish the interview and uh, takes this all out on himself. But I don't know if I agree with some of the comments people are making about Cam Newton, calling him a poor sport, a loser, a this or a that. Come on, guys. I think you guys are the ones that need to mature as well. Yes, Cam Newton needs to mature, but I would not be ridiculing him because he lost one Super Bowl. He's a young quarterback. There are plenty of other quarterbacks that lost their first Super Bowl that bounced back and uh, won the next few Super Bowls. So I think in a couple of years, Cam Newton will look back at 2016 Super Bowl 50 and say, wow, how stupid was I? And uh, he will learn from his mistakes, and he will win a Super Bowl. I believe deep down he will eventually win a Super Bowl. I know that his interview is only three minutes long. He left after three minutes. And I know that it does make his team look bad. I get and I, I understand that 100%. Um, coming from me as a podcaster, when I'm bad-mouthing somebody on the radio or for guest no-shows, then it makes me look bad, too. So I understand that. Um, 
it is also very important to know that he is supposed to be a leader and a winner on the field also. So that is a very good point that my uh, friend Chef Sean brought up. I'll just say that he definitely does have a lot of maturing to grow up. Um, I think in maybe five years he will be much better than he is now. But I'm going to say that I will take the young age into consideration. He is only 26 years old, but he is old enough to know better on the other side as well. I mean, if I was the quarterback, I certainly wouldn't want to walk out of uh, an interview because then you'd have teammates coming after me yelling and screaming at me saying, you idiot, you just made our team look bad. I definitely would not want to do that. I, I would feel very uncomfortable if I had a five foot four, three hundred pound defensive or offensive linebacker coming at me. I'd I'd probably shit my pants. So I would do everything in my power to make sure that that didn't happen. But that's just my thoughts on the uh whole Cam Newton situation. All right. How can the NFL fix their halftime show for Super Bowl 51? You know, it's a very, very tough question. I would probably say that the NFL should probably go after today's biggest music artist. You had Bruno Mars, which was great. Go with somebody that is relevant in today's society. Uh, that's what I would say, how you could fix your Super Bowl halftime show. Um, there really is no need for all these different bands. I'd probably say stick with one or two. There's no need to have three or four. And I think you should um, make your halftime show a lot longer than 12 minutes. You can have uh, maybe your troops do some sort of a show and uh, maybe improve some of the stuff that happens at uh, halftime, but I don't know how else you could improve the halftime show. I'll just say that I hope that next year's halftime show is a lot better than this year's was. How was Super Bowl 50 received from the audience? Well, upon my research this morning, it got a 92 approval rate and 8% disapproval rate. So a lot of people enjoyed Super Bowl 50. That's based on the one one website that I was on, so it could be different. But a lot of people loved Super Bowl 50. They loved the game. Here's the halftime stats. Only 40% of people liked the halftime show, and 60% of people hated the halftime show. NFL, I hope you get the clue. Fix your halftime show. You definitely want people to have at least 70% of approval for your halftime show. Otherwise, people enjoyed the game, but they hated the halftime show. My favorite Super Bowl commercials. Oh, God. Not really a big fan of commercials, But I would say I love the Dash Hound uh, dog, hot dog commercial. That was pretty good. I also love the Super Bowl baby commercial where it showed one of my favorite teams, the Buccaneers Super Bowl win, the Packers, Giants, Patriots, and a few other teams. Those are my favorite commercials, I guess you would say. Did I enjoy Super Bowl 50? Yes, I really enjoyed Super Bowl 50. It was a great game, and I really, really enjoyed it. I think that uh, it did well. I think Super Bowl 50 was an A+, even though my team lost. But like I said in the intro, at least I didn't put any any money on it, and at least I didn't lose any money with this game. And I have to agree with... Uh, Chef Sean, they should uh, have a pre-show band or artist and then a halftime one. I agree with it. Yeah, I know. I definitely agree with Chef Sean, too. Two years ago, they started threatening the uh, artists and bands to pay to play at the Super Bowl. What a stupid joke that is. 
All right, guys and football lovers, I want to thank you so much for tuning into my Super Bowl 50 halftime show here on American Variety Network. You know, I love hosting sports shows. I had a lot of fun. This is an all-ad-lib show, too. No script here, which is cool. So I'm going to look forward to doing this each year. Maybe sometime this year I'll start another sports show. But anyways, football lovers, I want to thank you for tuning into this show. I hope you guys enjoyed Super Bowl 50. If you enjoyed this show, please share the link to your Facebook or your Twitter so that your friends can listen to this show. I'll see you next time. Please check out my 300th episode live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the American Variety Network. Good night, everyone, and have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next time on the American Variety Network. Good night, everyone. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network, and I proudly celebrate and you are invited. Care of Sea is proudly sponsoring my 300th episode. And one lucky fishkeeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fishkeeper Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises, such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Here, my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And here are some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Thank you for listening to the Super Bowl 50 post-time show. Congratulations once again to the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos fans, and Peyton Manning. Goodbye, football. We'll see you next season. Hello, WWE WrestleMania and Major League Baseball. Join me next season for the Super Bowl 51 halftime and post-time show. Good night, everyone. Donovan here. Friend of Alex Cardinale, I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs for all the fish keepers listening. Check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks!